You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast with Vincenzo Landino. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Jed. How are you? Hey, what's up, Vincenzo? Doing great, man. I'm about to go drink some green beer shortly. Um, Don't tell anyone, but I've never had green beer before. (laughs) I think it tastes the same as a regular beer. No big deal. Thank goodness, because I was getting kind of nervous, not going to lie, and uh, I was assured that it's good. Okay, so okay, fine. I'll have some green beer. I'm in Columbus, Ohio still. I am recording this from the headquarters of Savvy Sexy Social. I think awesome. you know who that is. I think I do. That might be Amy Schmittauer, a.k.a. Schmittastic. It is Amy Schmittauer, a.k.a. Schmittastic. Uh, I've been been checking out this awesome city, Columbus, Ohio. I was a little skeptical at first. Uh, beginning of the week, I was kind of like, what is this city? And it's growing on me ever so slightly. It's growing on me. I'll be honest with you. You know why it's growing on me, Jed? And if you gotcha. watched my Snapchats, you'll know. It's growing I on did. me because of its amazing Snapchat geofilter culture. The short north. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah, man. There's like so many geofilters here. And, you know, as a geofilter chaser that I am, hashtag Yarbenzo. We we like to find geofilters, and, and there's a ton of them around here. But in reality, very cool city, lots of good stuff going on. Uh, it's been a nice uh, a nice opportunity doing a few things with, with Amy this week, uh, masterminding on Saturday, so that'll be exciting as well. We'll talk about that in, a, I think, in tomorrow's episode of the podcast, we talk about that. So, All right. I want to hear more about it. We will talk about it for sure, you and I. All right. Um, all right the other big thing going on today. Starting this afternoon, March Madness. Give me some hoops. March Hoop it up. freaking madness. Who you got? Be Go real. Heels. Don't lie. Oh, UNC Tar Heels, baby. I am a Tar Heel. I've got two degrees from Carolina. I'm a Tar Heel 100%. <sighs> get that North Carolina Duke <laughs> thing going on over there, huh? So I'm yeah, still. And I, and I work, I work in, a, in an office full of Duke alums. So, so it's tough. So I'm a little I'm a little up in the air this year because part of me likes I always like Michigan State, but I'm in Columbus and I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Like real talk for a second. I don't think I'm yeah. allowed to root for nice. Michigan State at all because there's way yeah. too many Buckeyes around here. Now the Buckeyes aren't in the tournament, so at least I'm not rooting against Ohio State. But I think rooting for Michigan in any way, shape, or form, Michigan State is like the, the devil. You might as well be the devil. I, I do think they are the hottest team coming into the tournament, though. They they are on fire, and I, I do think they are going to be one of the, if not the most dangerous team in, in the tournament. So I got two teams that I really, really like. For some reason— And they're not— they're not even a one seed. Michigan State's not even a one they're not, seed. They're, they're two. And I, I don't understand. I think they're in in the we I think overall they're in a fairly weak bracket. The Midwest, they are number one seed Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they got teams like uh Seton Hall. They could play Syracuse or Dayton. Very not very strong team. So I could see Michigan State going far. But it's really funny that I just said Virginia's a weak number one because I think Virginia I have Virginia or UConn. Those are my two kind of like sleeper picks. I don't like to go with the tide ever. Uh, it's just it's just when I pick March Madness, like everybody picks 
you know, the UNC. Everybody picks Kansas, Kentucky. I really, <clears throat> I, I want to say, you know, I, I think my UConn Huskies can pull out of that bracket. They're going to have to go through Kansas, but they've done it before. They've they've gone through tougher teams, and if they can get by Kansas they're, in the they're second not, game, they're, they're not going to duplicate that. That what is it? Four overtime. Uh, last second thriller and you know buzzer beater shot to go into the fourth overtime they're just not going to be able to duplicate that well, listen, so daniel hamilton I, I good but not good enough so i'm gonna say this yukon and daniel hamilton he does all of the things uh for the team if he can turn it on and have a kemba walker-esque tournament watch out for yukon as a nine seed out of the south region so i'm gonna say but i do my official bracket, so everyone knows, my official bracket does have Michigan State as the eventual champion uh, over Oklahoma. So, anyway. All right. All right. <laughs> Enough bracketology talk. No, I could talk about it the whole time. I, I, I don't think I, – I don't know about Oklahoma going, going to the Final Four, but certainly I've got uh, Michigan State uh, coming out of the Midwest region. But, you know, my Tar Heels, man – that's going to be a game, Michigan State and, and UNC. If if that if, if it goes that far, uh, that's going to be one hell of a game. I'm looking forward to that. All right, um, that'll be a Final Four we'll matchup. See. We'll watch our brackets. That Final Four matchup will be would be crazy. I will we'll we'll definitely be comparing for sure. I should have done a I should have done a brand boost cast podcast uh, bracket bracketology uh group and everybody that's ever been on the show would have to pick a bracket that would be kind of cool but i didn't i so there's nothing to watch for other than jed and i we're the only two that (laughs) that matter i know we mentioned snapchat we mentioned geo filters we're not going to talk a ton about snapchat today but i did want to mention that after south by southwest there seemed to be a ton of additional adoption of snapchat now snapchat was the south by southwest darling a few years back, I believe. Uh, I've never been to South by Southwest, so I couldn't even really give you all the ins and outs of it. But it seems like, again, they were a talked about again. And they're five years old, like you mentioned earlier. What do you make of that? And what's what's the deal? What gives? It is truly amazing that this app has been around so long. And it just kind of has its ebb and flow in terms of being popular and then being unpopular. But we are definitely back in the flow of things again because people were loving it South by. It's obviously the the public story feature that's doing it, um, which came out last year. And um, I think people are realizing that what you and I have been saying all along, that this is the most creative platform out there. And with the opportunity to share your stories publicly now, um, it's just it's just exploding. And I think that's wonderful. I think it's great. Yeah. There's a whole different feel from the last time it was uh, talked about at South by Southwest. I think now it's become something that brands and businesses can at least have a grasp or they have a grasp of, but they also, I think are seeing the additional benefits of being there because of where their audiences are. Um, there's so much yeah, there's so much talk about being where your audience is and and finally i think it's about time uh brands realize that if their audience is sitting there on snapchat they got to get there yeah it's basically my theory on that is or my belief is that people want people use social media to express themselves 
Um, the more creative the platform, like Instagram, for example, the more people are going to migrate to that platform so that they can express themselves creatively. Um, and I think now with the public stories feature on Snapchat, um, it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow because you can just express yourself in so many different ways. If you're a video person, do snap video. If you're just a, a picture person, just do a snap. If you're a, an artist person, do a snap and then make a nice, awesome drawing on top of it. Um, there's just so many ways to express yourself there. Going to continue to grow. Tons of momentum. There's, there's now a Twitter chat out for snap. You know, that I talks saw just that. about. What's it, what's it called? It's called chat, hashtag chat snap. It's on Twitter uh, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Uh, participated in that yesterday, and it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. So uh, it, I think they, they, there's a Blab show. There's podcasts. There's a Snapchat podcast. There's probably more than one. Um, just tons of momentum right now. And as Vincenzo and I mentioned before, um, we love the popularity of it, but let's get let's get real, right? We, mm -hmm. we like to get real on it, have some, um, we, we're looking for people to help us find some real world examples of, of small, medium businesses, finding some success using Snapchat for marketing. We'd love for you to send those examples to us, take some screenshots, uh, tweet them to Vincenzo Landino or, or Jed record and uh, let us know, you know, who you think's doing it. Uh, we'd love to see some examples. Yeah, I would definitely love to to see any brand. I mean, and you know, even small businesses, because I, you know, we can't be everywhere at all times. So for those small local businesses that might be doing some really cool stuff, you know, shoot it over. We will be more than excited to showcase that on the podcast. Um, or showcase them, you know, on our social channels, give them shout outs, uh, whatever it might be and for what that's worth. We just want to know. I just want to know who's doing it well and obviously steal some good ideas because who doesn't want to steal a good idea, right? That's right. And, and we love the big brand stuff too. Uh, we've seen lots of good examples of that already. Um, but these custom geo filters, man, they're, they're just perfect for, for these smaller businesses. We want to see, the custom geo filters out in the wild. So screenshot those custom geo filters you see people doing and send them to us. We'd love to see it. So the big news of the week, at least this is big, at least in my opinion. Uh, and the reason this is big is because we've been talking about this for a long time is that Instagram has announced they are moving to, or they're considering moving to an algorithm based News feed. One this, word, excited yeah. or not, just before we get, get into it, excited or not? Uh, I am not excited. Okay, so I am extremely excited for it. So I'm glad we disagree because you know me. I don't like agreeing with anybody. Doesn't matter who <laughs> it is. Um, I'm very, very excited. So you know what? I'll let you go first. What's, what, is right. it, what is it that's got you not excited about well we shouldn't be surprised right so this should come as no surprise to anyone um many of the major social platforms going to algorithmic feeds to give you more of what you like to keep you on the platform longer uh twitter has has said they're going to come out and do more of this um obviously it's working great for facebook which is why i think we're going to see more social platforms do more of the same um 
I feel there's a couple drawbacks to having an algorithmic feed to show you more of what you like is that you don't, you don't get a broad diversity of content. And if you follow a diverse group of people like I do, um, then you're, you're only going to get that content that, that you happen to have clicked on or clicked like on or shared, which everybody that I get feedback from says, but that's great. It's more of what you like. Well, I'm going to just see all of the same stuff over and over again. I have a feeling. So if you, if you view like kitten videos a lot on Facebook, you're going to keep getting more and more kitten videos, right? But that doesn't mean that you might have a better experience. It just means you're going to spend more time on the platform and the advertisers get more money. So I don't think this is driven by the, the other problem I have. I don't see anybody out there in the Instagram audience saying, oh, I'm not happy with my Instagram feed. I would really love it if you could do an algorithm to really uh, improve my Instagram feed. I, I don't hear any of that from any users of Instagram. So this is not a user-driven, customer-driven feature. This is 100% let's make more money by keeping people on the platform longer uh, from the company. So that's why I'm not excited. Yeah, well... So here's my uh, here's my perspective on that. And it really comes down to creating great content. If you as a creator are creating shitty content, you should not expect to constantly be show up on on people's feeds. Number one. Number two. Number two. I think the way we consume on Instagram has become so. I don't know what the exact word is, but we consume whatever's at the top of our feed. Knowing myself and and talking to some others that consume similarly, if it's not at the top couple flicks of your you know finger from the time you log in, you're not scrolling that far down. So let's say, Jed, you posted something 15 minutes ago, and because I follow 987 people or whatever I follow, 960 people – it, you po- Jed posted during a popular time on Instagram, which statistics show that certain times are better to post. So that's probably when Jed's going to post on there, right? Um, now I go look at my feed and, okay, well, Jed posted maybe 11 minutes ago. And so I'm going to scroll down. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this right now. So for everyone, for everyone listening, I'm going to do this. I'm going to flick down three times like I normally do. I have mm-hmm. one. Two, three. I have seen nothing that I would stop for. Actually, the last one I stopped on is the Short North Arts District, actually. And um, and that was it. Now, the Short North Arts District also happened to post at the same time as Columbus Underground here in Ohio, which I both I follow both of those because I have a client out here, Robert Mason Company, um, which are located in the Short North. If those two weren't somewhat related, I wouldn't have even looked at the Columbus Underground one. And that was it. I will now I will turn it off. Now I haven't seen one friend post within this time. I'm scrolling back through all the ones that I missed, and I haven't seen one interesting post. Now here's another here's another thing. Somebody that just posted a photo that came up on top when I logged in just posted another photo. So now he's got back to back photos that I couldn't care less about. I'm not gonna tell you mm-hmm. who it is, doesn't matter who it is, but there's two. So now my feed is kind of like it's, very, it's skewed towards whoever's posting at the right times. Now you can post a bunch of crap at the right times and get people to see it. Or an algorithm, 
which really has no feelings, will post or put the good stuff at the top. Again, that's based on what you like. But here's the thing. The onus is on the user. So as a consumer of the content, if you're not interacting with the content that you like or don't like, the algorithm can only guess. So what I like about Facebook is that if you and Robert Scoble uh, mentioned this in a blog post one time, which is why he, uh, his blog post was how to create a better Facebook feed. And he said, use the hide post feature, use the I don't want to see this feature on ads, because by doing that, if you don't want to see selfies and every time you see a selfie, you hit hide post, eventually the algorithm realizes you don't want to see selfies. Now your feed becomes better. I'm sure that's exactly what they're going to do with Instagram. That to me is valuable, not only as a consumer of the content, but as a creator, because now if I create good stuff, my people will want to see it and they're going to see it. Um, that, that, I mean, that's my take on it. I go ahead. You can, I'd love to. Hear I, I, I think that's a, a totally valid argument. And, um, I think the last point you made and Robert Scoble's post on Facebook is uh, a great instructional way on how to have a better Facebook feed. I've, I've implemented a lot of his suggestions there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Instagram in particular, I'm happy following the people I'm following and I, and I'm happy seeing their content in, in the order that it comes out. If I want to see, <clears throat> if I, excuse me, if I want to see, um, so let's say I want to go and, and see some more Vincenzo Landino photos. Um, I just click on Vincenzo Landino. And and I check out the last and that's ten cool. photos. And that's and cool. But how many people do you think actually do that? Not a lot. You know, totally I, agree. and again, I'm looking at the and this is stepping away from just the marketer or the, you know, thirty something that I am that's been using Instagram. I'm looking at the potential target demo for a brand for a client are is that person going to click on vincenzo now again here's the other thing jed right and so i'll i will counter your point i think it's a i think what you said is great and there are probably some people that use it that way but let's just say you do click on vincenzo landino right and i have a bunch of crap content Right. Yeah. And now I showed yeah. up, I, I showed up at the top of your feed for, you know, because, because, um, it's just chronological. Yeah. And I have a bunch of garbage or maybe not. Let's not even say a bunch of garbage. Let's just say, so, go ahead. So you're talking about, and this is a chronic problem on Instagram, mm-hmm. multi posters. So people, people posting multiple photos all at once. I and a lot have of, so oh, I many that. of those that I've had to unfollow. <laughs> and that's what I do too. I unfollow them and that's fine. What I would love to see instead of an algorithmic feed is the ability to do ability to create lists, just like I could do on Facebook and Twitter. If I could do Instagram lists, man, that would be crazy cool. And I think, uh, and I think there saves me a ton of time. Yeah. And that's a feature that I've heard people actually requesting. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody request the, the algorithm, but no, no. And I, and listen, the algorithm, there, there are pros and cons. I'm, I'm happy to, to agree there. There's pros and cons. My, my call is give me a Twitter, give me a Instagram list any day. I like to see the latest and greatest. 
or, okay. or at least the, late, the, the latest. I'll say your argument probably means the, the algorithm would probably argue, uh, we're showing you the greatest, Jed. And uh, I'm happy seeing it chronological. Yeah. And I'll just unfollow the people who post like 10, you know, quote photos all in a row. But again, that's the way you use it. Unfortunately, the majority of people aren't going to unfollow. They're not going to. They don't want to unfollow a friend. You know, the way I consume content on a platform is much different than the way. And I always use my brother as an example because I think he is the typical user of social media outside of like the, uh, our space marketers, social media marketer space. Um, you know, they just, they don't follow people. You'll get unfollowed if there's not good content there. So the algorithm I think reduces that and creates more opportunity for engagement. If you are actually doing something that people care about, if you just posting I mean, I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking at my feed right now, Jed, and I'm telling you, like, I just saw someone post a, a picture. It's all white space with, you know, a sentence on it. It's a sentence. There's no hashtags. There's no oh, caption. There's that. nothing. I hate that. Like, yeah, I hate that. I, I actually am going to follow this person as we're, as we're speaking right now. And I clicked on this individual to go see at the other things. And you know what? None of this individual's feed is anything that's interesting to me anyway. I don't even know how I followed them. So now they're unfollowed, right? Okay, so I just I just cleared up some some of my space, but that person showed up up top, so it's wasting valuable space on my feed. The other thing about Facebook or about Instagram is that you have like one point one five posts, depending on captions, per screen area, right? Per if you have an iPhone six plus, like I do. Uh, I have enough real estate on my screen for one post and then a little bit of the next one. That's it. Very, very, unless someone has put a, put in a caption. So here's, here's a think tank photo that I follow. They put a caption and there's one comment and no hashtags and I can not see the next person's post. So you have one post per, I guess, flick, essentially. Let's, let's call it per flick, right? Um, to me, that's valuable. I mean, how valuable is that? And when, you know, as someone like yourself that wants to see the newest, how valuable is owning someone's screen? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, the, you know, the other thing, there was a feature much like what we've seen on Twitter where like, oh, here's what you missed when we were back, right? Now, I don't know if this is part of the change, but I did see this earlier and I don't know if I mentioned it, but they, they have a recap. Have you seen that? Has that come up? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, so I'm actually looking at uh, Amy, Amy's um, one of her accounts. It's called Drac Columbus. It's the Downtown Residents Association uh, of Columbus. And she logged into that account. And at the top, it says, welcome back. See a recap of top posts you may have missed. So this looks like potentially the algorithm in effect, something similar. So I'm doing this live again. Everyone listening, I'm doing this live. This just popped up, and there is a Blue Jackets, the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is about six days ago. It was a post of uh, a, a young boy in the locker room announcing the starting lineup. There is a post for the Columbus Crew soccer team. And again, it's based on who the Downtown Residents Association Instagram account follows, which is a lot of 
Columbus-based businesses. So I'm seeing a lot of posts from four days ago, 20 hours ago, two days ago, five days ago, uh, two days ago, three days ago. So this right here is the algorithm effect. That's I, I'm coming to that conclusion, and I'm seeing a recap on my home feed. So at the top of my home feed, there is a welcome back. I'm going to screenshot this, Jed, and we're going to put it in the okay. show notes. I'll even send it over to you. Yeah, I'm pulling. I'm I'm, I'm reloading, pulling it back up. Trying yeah, to see, see if it came thing. up on yours. I don't know. I I didn't see it on mine. This person, my personal account this morning. But I'm going to check, and I haven't seen that. I personally haven't seen that. I'm going to see if it's on any of my personal accounts while we're on here. So those of you listening, we're doing some live uh, testing of the potential algorithm yeah, here. I, and I just posted a, a picture to my Instagram too. So I don't know if you'll see that. And by the way, if you're listening right now and you haven't followed Vincenzo Landino on Instagram, you are missing out. So Go follow Vincenzo Landino and uh, and me, Vincenzo, Jed. Record. Vincenzo on Instagram for whatever uh, reason. Someone okay. stole my name on Instagram. Ugh. Right? Yeah, so, mine's just Jed. Jed Record, same as Twitter. Yes, Jed, Mister Jed Record. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you just type in, I just checked. If you just type in Landino into Instagram, your your account comes up. Boom! There we go. Uh, yeah, so follow Jed Record as well. Jed's got some amazing photos of uh, – he does the best sunset photos and sunrise photos that you will pr- pretty much ever yeah. see. Uh, that's my, that's that, my thing. That's your thing. IPhone, iPhone only, sunrise, sunset, other I love, stuff. I love the one you posted uh, this morning, the uh, Southern Community Park there, the uh, beautiful trees. Those are cherry blossoms, Appreciate I think. That. I don't I'm not really sure. I'm not – tree aficionado yeah just my neighbor's tree and i don't know what it is i'll have to find out though very cool it's just it's just budding and the sun was rising right behind it um got a perfect example right so most of the times i may not care about stuff like that but because it's jed record i care because he's a friend of mine (laughs) no no i'm serious this is because you know it's a real photo and not some kind of stock photo that's been uploaded But this goes back to the algorithm, right? Like, I want to see Jed, but I don't necessarily care if that's somebody else's. And it'll know that because I'll interact with Jed's. I'll like Jed's photo. I may even comment on Jed's photo, but I'm not going to do it on some other rando that pops up. Um, That's the big irony with this whole event is I'm telling you I'm not excited about the algorithm. My posts will probably benefit greatly from the algorithm just because i get I'm, I'm very fortunate i get a lot of interaction because i have great friends like you vincenzo and so i get a lot of interaction and comments and likes on on the photos compared to the audience size so that probably i'm guessing will benefit in in a uh, algorithm based feed um we'll we'll have to see we'll share it on the next uh on the upcoming weeks at, on brand boost we will uh, we'll definitely talk about it. If you have any thoughts on the new Instagram algorithm, whether it's yay, nay, positive, negative, uh, I would love to hear it. Jed would love to hear it. Reach out to us on Twitter, Vincenzo Landino and Jed Record. Reach out to us on Snapchat, Vincenzo Landino and Jed Record. Reach out to us on Instagram, Vincenzo.Landino and Jed Record. Pretty much anywhere, Facebook, it doesn't matter. You can find us. Uh, we'd love to hear 
your thoughts on this. It might not sound like a big deal, but with all of these social networks starting to move towards uh, algorithmic feeds, it begs, well, it poses a different question, and that is, are we being force-fed or are we being spoon-fed what somebody else wants us to see overall? And that's the question in general. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if the algorithm is pure and true and actually delivering you know stuff that i'm interested in even from advertisers i understand see as a user of these platforms jed i understand that ads are a way for these you know facebook's free instagram's free twitter's free they have to make money and i understand that i'm sure you understand that at all yeah i don't mind the ads i just don't want to be tricked into spending more time on a platform than than i want to Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel like sometimes the, the Facebook algorithm is, algorithm is trying to do. Um, but you may have convinced me. I'm coming around a little bit because I would love to pop open Instagram and just see cool photos. That's why I use the app. Um, and right now, you're right. You, you have to scroll down and, and click on the users that you really, um, really like a lot to make sure you hadn't missed anything. So mm-hmm. you might, you might have me coming around, but yeah, we'll I mean, see. listen, it's, I, I'm not here to, um, I'm not here to convince someone that this way is right or wrong. Obviously everyone has their own preference, but test it, see what happens. Like you're not going to hate it, but what I encourage you to do, whether you love it or hate it, I encourage you to use it. Go in and use it the way it's intended to be used. If you aren't using a platform the way it's it needs to be, you're not getting the full benefit of the algorithms that are built uh, to help you consume the content you want. And I'll be very honest with you. This is my last point. I know we've kind of uh, almost belabored this at this point, but I miss a lot of my friends' posts because they're not posting at the times I look at Instagram and I can't tell you the amount of times people are like, Oh, did you see this post? I'm like, no, I have no clue. Um, but on Facebook, I rarely miss people's posts. I'll tell you right now on Twitter and Instagram, I'm always missing people's stuff on Facebook. I'm always seeing the good stuff that I want to see from the people I care about. So if that, you know, again, for someone like me, an algorithm is working. Maybe for someone like Jed or somebody listening out there, maybe it's not working. And if that's the case, I want to hear it. You know, we want to hear it. We want to know your stories, your experiences with it. I feel like I said, feel free to reach out to us and, uh, you know, we will talk about it again in a future episode. Uh, Good luck with your brackets, Jed. Appreciate it. Don't drink too much green beer. I I can't promise I won't. (laughs) I'll make sure I Snapchat it. And for people who, and we just want to be clear, there's some headlines out. Sorry, Vincenzo, to interrupt the, the oh, outro, go but ahead, go there, ahead. there are headlines out there saying, you know, Instagram might be doing this. Instagram is thinking about doing this. There's, there's a blog post out on the Instagram blog two days ago saying this is coming. And in the big press release bash that happened this week, um, they've, they have released that this is in fact coming and they will implement it as soon as this month. So I think before the month is over, we will start seeing those changes in. So it is happening. It's here. 
we'll we'll see how it works and um i am curious to see see how it works on the feed so all right well there you go there you go jed jed record had his uh final words to say there and uh until tomorrow i'm gonna say ciao see ya this has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to BrandBoostCast.com forward slash subscribe.